real stories from the team at Northern California's country radio station. Jen, Dano, and Amber and Tanner in the morning. You are inside Froggy 92.9. Lies, Jen isn't here. Recut. We got to recut the whole open. Again. Real stories from the team at Northern California's country radio station. Jen, Dano, and Amber and Tanner in the morning. You are inside. You messed it up. up. (laughs) What's happening? He's trying to cut out Jen. Comedy will happen. Real stories from the team at Northern California's country radio station. Jen, you missed it. And Amber and Tanner in the morning. You are inside Froggy 92.9. I said no. You're extremely low. I don't know why. Baby, lock them doors and burst mics down low. Tanner's loud. I'm always loud. It's because I'm on Pat Kerrigan's microphone. You are inside Froggy 92.9, and Jen is not here. Boo. She's on vacation. Boo. And then Amber and Tanner were on vacation last week. Are you going on vacation next week? Yeah, I was on vacation the week before. <laughs> so we decided we usually don't do a podcast unless we can get all four, four together, unless we can unite the four seasons. But sadly, sadly, uh, it's just been too long, so we got to get in the studio. Welcome in. Have everybody have. Hey. Hi, everybody. It's nice to be back. Hi, everybody. It's, it's, it's been a hot everybody. minute. It's been a, it's been a hot minute. How's everybody doing? I'm doing great. Oh. <laughs> what do you got there? Why are you, are you holding your hand like that? Are you blind now? What do you, it... you got there? Are you sad that I didn't ask you about it? Is that what this is? No. You asked me how things were going, and I just... Amber is putting her okay. hand up. She's putting her hand up close to her face. I can see her Apple Watch, which says 12.15 in the biggest font ever. Excuse me. This is a Fitbit Versa. Are you showing off <laughs> the fact that your index fingernail Ooh. is missing fingernail polish? Yeah, it is, but... I'm engaged. Yay! Hey! Dano hasn't seen the ha, has not seen the ring, I nor has he yet. seen me. Has it been not. that long? He hasn't seen me since. I really haven't, have I? Cole and I got engaged. Congratulations! I, we sent lots of texts. I was ready. I was ready Emotions. to tell you. Emotions. I was so excited when you texted us about it that I stopped playing Tony Hawk Pro Skater One, and that's a big deal. <laughs> that is a big deal. <laughs> How are you? I'm expecting that my check for being a first grade teacher will arrive at some point, but not I just happening. have not heard that it's happening. But You mean the stimulus check? No, I mean for being a first grade teacher. <laughs> I believe it's stimulus check. <laughs> the distance learning thing is intense. Are you sick and tired of it? I'm not sick. and In fact, we're really falling into a groove with it. But just thinking about, I was thinking the other day, I saw... I don't know, somebody in sales that I never see. I was like, oh, we used to see them in these meetings we do every week, our promotions meetings. And then I was like, oh, yeah, promotions meetings. What time were those? Oh, yeah, 11. Like, When's the last time we had a promotions meeting? Before the pandemic, I assume? I remember. Back when you would be in the office and, like, you know, get up from your desk and walk to the conference room, you know, rather than this crazy scatter shot. And then I was thinking about it. I was like, well, I couldn't even do that now because I'm first grade teacher at that time. Mm -hmm. So it's just. Mr. Dano. I don't know how other parents are doing it. Like other parents who are not radio DJs and concert bookers like my wife, like who have are able to vary your schedule. If you both work nine to five, I guess you're hiring a tutor. How do you? Some people are. I doubt it. I have no idea how it works. I was going to ask you that. Like how are parents doing it? Well, we like I said, we have jobs that are flexible, which are it was wonderful, and so we're able to make that work. I just but Blake has to bring his kids to work sometimes because you have to guide them through. And granted, I have a, I have a child with special needs, so his focus and his attention is a special scenario. But still, most kids need a parent there to guide yeah. them through, at least in the early stages of you know kindergarten and stuff like that. I mean, so it's just I don't know how parents are doing it. So that if you want to know, that's how I'm doing. I'm doing distance learning. That's how I'm doing. I think what Amber said about Blake, one of our coworkers, is what a lot of families are probably doing, just bringing their kids to work. I know if I was a kid right now, my mom would be bringing me to her work mm. to do my assigned classwork, even though that her facility was like the first one in the country that had COVID cases. Wow. Great. Yep. So she'd be like, come on, Tanner. Bring your hazmat suit. And I'm not advocating for in-person because that's scary, too. That's scarier. So, And the teachers are doing a really good job with the circumstances, but it's just, all things considered, difficult. I, I actually have a really great idea. 
why don't kids just hold off on like growing up for a bit? I like that. Until we get a vaccine, like if they could just stop for like you know a year or two, yeah. then we could like resume where we left off. Maybe on, we like, can get rid of a leap year or something. Maybe we could just stop schooling altogether and like let that. kids figure things out. <laughs> I put that out there. Kids, I, I, you, did. <laughs> I said, I said early on, like, what would be the harm in at least six months of no schooling? What would happen? Yeah. Oh, you know, they, they you don't know what kids think get about behind. That. I know, but what would happen if they? So, what if they got behind? Then they would graduate later, and then our economy would be like, what's happening with the economy? I don't know. Fine. Would our would our economy be hurt in any way? I don't know. I'm uh, not a scientist. I don't think so. Is the economy but, being hurt now by forcing all these working parents to be teachers? The you know? economy a good point. is only hurting because millennials are not having children and there's a shortage, apparently, of babies. Well, get to work. Well, pay me more. <laughs> <laughs> You're looking at me. I'm Gen Z. That just, I got that a just came right yeah. out, didn't it? You make more than me. Uh, let's talk about That's school. Not true. That is true, actually. Uh, let's talk about <laughs> not true. speaking. It's true. It is true. <laughs> let's talk about speaking of school. Can we always come up with? Should we each share one story from inside the station here, behind the scenes in our life? Um, and since we're talking about school, how about this? How about what was your favorite grade number in school of all the grades? Uh, college is out. Well, well, we'll just clump college as one, mm-hmm. but I don't need the individual years of college. Out of all the grades that there were, you know, K through 12 and college, what was your favorite grade? Mm-hmm. Can you think of one? I peaked in sixth grade. How, what was peaking for what you? Is that? Peaking for me was sixth grade was the way my school system was set up. We weren't in, like, middle school yet. So we had a junior high system. So elementary school went from K through six. And then junior high was seven through nine, mm-hmm. and high school was ten through twelve. So it's like a middle school then. No, it's a junior high system. A middle school is typically six, seven, eight for middle school, hmm. where I was seven, eight, nine. My first year of legitimate high school was in a junior high setting. Junior high here is seven and eight. Oh, is it? Yeah. Oh, just seven and eight, not six. Just seven and eight. Just seven and eight. Just seven and eight. That's weird. Two. Seven, eight, nine. Two nasty little zitty years separated yeah. from the rest of the world. <laughs> Those poor teachers. <laughs> I actually really enjoyed my freshman year in high school. Okay, so nine. Yeah. yeah. I, I I think I peaked then. <laughs> what was it that you loved about it? I just remember it being a really good year. It was kind of like one of those situations where it's like before life happened to me and then like everything was still good and I was still kind of young and uh, I just remember having fun with my friends and I started yeah. playing, I started playing like varsity soccer, varsity basketball and not a care in the world. Yep. Right. Before yeah. reality hit that you had to start taking life seriously. Yeah. What about you, Dana? Fifth grade. Fifth, huh? Fifth grade was the perfect balance because I was I grew up and I was really smart and I was always the smartest in the class. Sure. And fifth grade was the Sick. perfect was the perfect balance <laughs> of the challenge level of school, but my crushing ability. Like I was still like crushing school and it was not hard and I really wasn't working. And then I was playing baseball and I was playing basketball. I had my friends and family was still together and like that was a good time. Nineteen ninety five was rocking. And Were you alive? I wasn't alive. <laughs> Six. I was negative one years old. Sixth grade was uh, was still kind of okay, and then you get into seventh grade and just. Oh, seventh grade sucks. Your first year of middle school, junior high, whatever it is, is always the worst. And it's just the school gets hard. I took. I mean, I was taking some honors classes too, but I mean, they were uh, eighth grade might have been one of the hardest years I ever had academically. I mean, it just they just start crunching crap into your brain that you never even thought of really yeah i, I think wanna... that was seventh grade for us seventh grade was hard for some reason i just want chips and a yoo-hoo and a, shut up <laughs> yeah. shut up who cares about geometry <laughs> yeah. wait what do you take in seventh grade uh seventh grade is pre-calculus pre-algebra no, pre-al- why did it's I like say you're cal- taking pre-calculus dang 
dude. I, I think I, I think we had pre-calculus in eighth grade. Well, I think it was available. Technically, addition and subtraction are also pre-calculus. <laughs> Everything <laughs> before calculus is pre-calculus. I do uh, not remember. Quick side note: my sixth grade teacher actually comments on Amber and I's Facebook page all the time. Wow. Jeff. Yep. <laughs> Jeff. Honeycutt. I know Jeff. My high school English teacher, journalism teacher, Gay Robbins, uh, comments on my stuff a lot. She's my favorite teacher. And my seventh grade uh, history teacher. Nice. Let's go. Should we go, what, smallest to largest, largest to smallest? What do you want? Smallest to largest. Smallest to largest. So I'm fifth grade. Amber is... Ninth. Ninth and Tanner is... Sixth. Sixth. So I'll go first. Guys, I don't know if you've been watching me on Instagram, but I've been working out. Do you notice that at all? Has anyone seen that? I swear to God. Anytime I turn on my car in the afternoon, I hear about you running. <laughs> I do talk about it. Can we talk about how Dano got upset because I stopped watching his Instagram stories in the middle of <laughs> I was so caught off guard, dude. He was like, Amber doesn't like my running videos. I was like, I would. do you really want to know what I was doing when I exited out of the screen? Because <laughs> on Instagram stories, you can look and see who has viewed your video. And so I'm watching one of my running videos, which had like four videos, and Amber's like two in, and then she drops off for the last two. I'm like, well, clearly Amber's not interested in what she I've sees got the going on. the angle with you in the gator mask, and she's out. No, <laughs> yeah, it's working out again. You know when you're on the toilet, and you're on Instagram, like, and then you you're like, watch- and you're watching stuff, and you're like, oop, I'm done, and then you like, because yeah. I'm not just gonna sit there and like marinate, because then you get hemorrhoids. So I had oh to stop watching. You know, I had to stop That's watching. That's very your- valuable phone time. Please, I get it. Please make that the promo. <laughs> <laughs> so I had. Sorry, ha- Sorry I have- to derail your. It's all Sorry. right. That's what we do here. This is the derailed podcast on Froggy ninety two point nine. I have been working out. I have been exercising. I hate that word. I hate fitness. I hate all those. Well, what words. else would you call it? I don't know what to call it yet, but I hate them. <laughs> your journey. Journey. I hate journey. <laughs> Damn, you got another it. synonym, Tanner. Uh, uh, so I wanted to talk about New it a Year, New bit. You. I wanted to talk about it a little bit because it's, it's, it's uh, <laughs> this is the longest. This is the longest that I've ever been able to keep it up, keep momentum. And so we talk about things going on in our life. And so I wanted to talk about it a little bit. I started back in May because I was having some physical problems. My body, I think, was attacking itself from quarantine. From just, I had this like insane idea that I was going to eat all my food. <laughs> That's how I live every day. <laughs> What's wrong with that? But you know, you have Is that like a problem. You know, you have your pantry with all your like shelf stable stuff. Yeah. And so I was so focused on trying to like use up all of our food before we bought new food, so we right. could save money and use what we had, and you never know if there's going to be more. Okay. And, I'm just going to tell you, eating a lot of box food is just really not good for you, and neither is not doing anything and dealing with distance learning and dealing with distance, uh, just the stress. So it's literally like my body was attacking itself. And so my acupuncturist told me, she said, you got to get your ass moving. And I've always had trouble with it in the past because it's so complicated. It's so complicated. They make it so complicated. There are so many programs and plans and ideas and theories and well, you got to do this, but don't do this. But then you got to do this. And you got to do this. And you gotta do the food. Yeah. Don't forget about the food. Like they do. Well, do this food. Well, don't do this food. Well, I do shakes. Well, I do protein shakes. Well, I do it's, supplements. Well, I do. It's definitely overwhelming. There's a radio guy that used to go by Chunky, but he's not Chunky anymore, so he goes by his real name. He sent me like what his diet plan was, and he lost right. like 300 pounds. And what he signed me was like, I have I have a Smucker's sample pack in the morning <laughs> and like and yeah. eight glasses of water and that's just I can't do that. And then he has like sugar free Jello at midnight or something. It was so <laughs> crazy. I was like, Tanner, don't do this. Don't ever do that. Yeah. <laughs> like, I looked at this. My so there's gonna be none of me left. <laughs> My buddy sent me a running article. My buddy, Nick Nistia, uh, he used to work at Snoopy's Home Ice, and now he lives in uh, Nevada. Oh, we know missed ya. <laughs> I missed ya. He sent me a, a running article, <laughs> and it had, it had this chart for your plan of running 
for week one. Two minutes running, four minutes walking. For week two. I can do that. Three minutes running, four <laughs> minutes walking. For week three, four minutes running, two. So then as you're doing it, you're supposed to be like timing yourself. And it's this whole plan of like 17 weeks of like what you need to do to work up. to. I've done that before. It works. Great. For me, when you start getting into the specifics of all that timing and de- and everything. So I've just, I've had many instances where I've tried to get going and it's just start getting caught in the math of it all and just can't do it. So this time I just said, just mess yourself up once a day somehow and just keep doing it every day. I do that with Twinkies. And that's, it's funny you say that because that's how I've been thinking about it as I've actually been thinking about it like eating. The words I've hated in the past are, you got to commit. What a sh- Charade? Charade. What a sh- <laughs> crappy word. Commit. That's what you say when you're like, uh, uh, you know, uh, aligning or you have to do something you don't want to do or you're joined at the hip to something that sucks. Commit. That's dumb. I've been thinking about it like eating. Like you never go a day without eating. Some days you eat better than others, but you always eat. So that's how I've been thinking about it with workouts is I've been like just – what is what is the box you have today to get something done? Sometimes it's bigger, sometimes it's smaller. And then just go mess yourself up within the confines of that box to the best you can. So it's been uh, it's been cool. And no like no weight goal, no body measurements, no none of that. Just I'm not even really doing the food. Because the food is like a this whole that's this like whole other aspect of crazy. Right. That like so then it's like well I'm doing the workouts and I'm doing the food and then it, and you just get lost in this quagmire, so uh, I th- I've had a good I've had a lot of success with it. I for some people who follow me on Insta I have, I ran a marathon so that was a big accomplishment. I was able to finish a marathon during it. Been mixing up running and I've been mixing up gym type stuff, and so I've been finally starting to feel like I've I've actually gotten somewhere with it. So my my question is. Well, Tanner, you seem like you had something you want to say. You and I have very different fitness mentalities, obviously, because I don't work out. But I went on a run with you last week. I was going to say that. Yeah, I was going to commend you. I died. I died. (laughs) (laughs) We ran for two miles. The first mile was fine. I thought I did pretty good. I don't even think I could run a mile right now. And then the second time, I I was like, Dano, I got to tap out, man. I'm going to Ralph all over the place. He does throw up. You got to be careful. I throw up very easily. <laughs> but I really commend you because I feel like that was in line with what I'm talking about, which is that like we just, just let's just go it. try to do it. Let's just go try to do it. And then you're messed up, right? You don't feel good. My legs still hurt. But you you literally this is this is what my so my neighbor is a trainer at the police academy. He's one of the physical trainer at the police academy. He's into all this stuff. So he's kind of been, you know, pushing me a little bit. So we ran the marathon, right? 26.2 I was dead at the end, but I did it, right? Then a day passed, and the next day, he's like, get up. We're going. We're going to go run six. I'm oh, like, God, I'm going to no. go run six? I just ran a marathon yesterday. He's like, this is when you tell your body what's up. That's all you're doing. You're telling it what's up. This is what we're doing. <laughs> like every time you – so I'm starting to learn like every time you beat the crap out of your body, you're letting it know this is what we're doing. And even if it doesn't eat, like all those other goals and the Such time, a weird thing. but all the goals and the time and your comparison to other people and all that stuff doesn't matter. It's just, it matters what you're telling your body. You're telling your body like, this is what we're going to be doing. So you better get with it. My body does not listen to me that way. My body's like, nope, well, we're walking. I mean, I kind of see what you're saying. I mean, you do have to push yourself and there is some sort of like discipline that you have to have like when you think you can't go any further you push and you can i mean there are limitations to what your body can do but it's the energy you give off the energy you get back mm-hmm. I mean, that's why i'm so tired all the time. <laughs> i'm not giving off any energy dano hit me up about it and what i said off the bat was i'm gonna hate every moment of it i promise you that yeah you will and just saying that my body obviously wasn't going to cooperate with me because I was like, I'm going to hate this. This is going to be awful. It's going to take a really long time. And I wonder if I had a different mentality about it, it would have been easier. Maybe. Maybe. Or, I don't know. Or if you tried to do it again. Like if you t- if you tried to, but I'm just saying, if you tried to do it again, yeah, your body would have the muscle memory of like, well, we did do this before. This still sucks, but at least it's not new and sucks. The first day is always the worst. 
new and sucks, your body's like, oh, what are you doing? Yeah. It's like F45. The first day is always like, oh, my God. But the second, the third day gets easier and easier and easier. I got a shout out speaking. Oh, sorry. I was going to ask, what was your question? What were you about to ask us? Well, I'll get to that in a second. I want to give this shout out. I got a shout out Jess Lee at F45. She's been following it on Instagram, and she's messaged me a couple times, just messages of encouragement, and she's crushing it. Like, watching what she does, mm-hmm. wow. Yeah, I love her. She's Goal. my favorite. <laughs> Anytime I would walk into F45 in Bennett Valley and see her, I'd be like, yes. She's the best. <laughs> she's, she is such a great trainer. Yeah. So she's... find her on Instagram, Jessely, F45 Bennett Valley. Um, but my question is, not about fitness, my question is, I think the best part for me is that I was able to decide to do something and I've able to really maintain it and I've incorporated it in my life. It's part of my life. So it may become not part of my life at some point. You know, I used to play NFL 2K3 all day. That was a part of my life and now no longer is. (laughs) So my question is, is what's something that you've decided to do and you were able to actually keep momentum with it and, and, and go rather far with it? Maybe that maybe you didn't think you could or maybe you think that you know, it was surprising to you, hobby, uh, personality, a, a change in your in the way that you interact with people, money, food, or something like that. Off the top of my head, I think a big one is money for me. I've always been very irresponsible with my money. When you grow up and you have no money, you don't know what to do when you can put a little bit away. And I've been listening to not to plug another radio show or another podcast, but I listened to Dave Ramsey and bought his book. Uh, a while back before I moved here. And, you know, I had a lot of debt I had to deal with. Changing my mindset of, well, I, I don't need 12 shirts right now. Because I can buy 12 shirts, and I want 12 shirts Damn, doesn't mean dude. I need them. You're buying 12 shirts over here? Yeah. Big f- you don't have 12 shirts? I roll Those are rookie numbers. Yeah. <laughs> I've got 12 boxes of mac and cheese, but I don't have 12 <laughs> shirts. Damn. Uh, but my mentality, like when I had my first job at Little Caesars in Puyallup, Washington, my mentality was, well, I got money to blow. Let's mm-hmm. blow all this money. I am buying everyone Taco Bell. And uh, It's generous. I was... <laughs> by, <laughs> By everyone, I just mean me. <laughs> but you're saying it's for everyone. Yeah, and I would expect my account balance to be at 0.05 at the end of every paycheck and changing that mentality of you know just creating a, a, a base of savings for myself and just knocking out debt. And I've knocked out a lot of debt in a really short amount of time just because I changed my mentality and, and not buying stupid stuff. I still buy stupid stuff sometimes. Like, did I really need to build my own computer? Probably not. But I did it in a really cheap way, just changing my mentality of, well, can I use a coupon? I used to be really ashamed to use coupons. Mm-hmm. Really? And I know it's super Dude, dumb. I'm a coupon clipper. I think it's because my mom used to bring a binder with her to the grocery store, mm. and when I was a kid, it used to embarrass me so much. She would open it up and like almost like Yu-Gi-Oh training Dude, trading cards. She's my hero. <laughs> And we would be like in the line for a good 20 minutes. <laughs> and because of that, in adulthood, I never wanted to use coupons. But no, I don't care. Well, now they have them digitally. So yeah. you can just scan it, your, yeah. your Safeway thing. And it, I love it. I saved 20 bucks at Safeway the other day. Sorry to interrupt your story. I just wanted to brag. Yeah. It's that, it's that <laughs> saying like, blank is great, but have you ever saved 20 bucks at Safeway? <laughs> yeah, exactly. <laughs> Amber, what about you? Momentum. Mine's along the same vein. As you know, I was driving a like an okay car. <laughs> okay, let's be honest. I was driving a piece of crap when I moved out here. It broke down a few it times. It was like, yeah, it was like breaking down. And I was like, oh gosh, I'm going to have to buy a car soon. In the meantime, I was trying to build up my credit. I didn't have a lot of credit because I, I don't have any assets. Went online and I used Credit Karma and basically almost took like this training course and I like how to build up your credit and I monitored it like I was checking it like every single day like I'd come into the studio we'd prep the show a few extra minutes I'd get on credit karma and it was like you know put $92 towards this credit card and your credit points will go up 20% and I was like oh man you know I gotta get my credit up to buy this car gotta save some cash like I'm really worried you know don't want to have to put too much I don't, I don't have money for a down payment so I went into Manly Honda, shout out to them, and they checked my credit and they were just like, your credit's like amazing, so you don't have to put any money down. 
done such a good job and Cole was all proud of me and it was like the one thing I've committed to in my life I don't co- sorry I know you hate the word commit but I don't commit to anything I never accomplish anything I'm just I like I get into something and then I'm like nah, I'm over it <laughs> like I move on with my life but this I stuck to because I knew I was gonna have to do yeah. it and I knew it was gonna like bite me in the butt if I didn't and it worked out and I'm, I'm still working on my credit now because when you have like a hard inquiry, like buying a car, your credit drops back down. So I'm doing kind of what Tanner's doing and I'm paying off some debts and I'm following that whole Dave Ramsey mentality of paying off the small debts first so you can feel good and you feel Snowball. accomplished. Yeah, and so it's kind of like literally the same thing. Building mm. your credit is incredibly difficult. I started with a 250 credit score. Mm. Digging yourself out of it. Yeah, for sure. Sometimes the hole gets filled back in, but you just got to figure it out. I think it's just part of growing up and adulthood is, at least for me, I had this picture in my mind of like when you accomplish something like you're talking about, this like, I'm at zero. I'm going to accomplish something. It's this like total intense, like to the last death of your life to do something. And then as soon as you're done, you're like, I did it. And you die. You know, like it's just that, that meteoric rise and fall just to your brain seems like impossible and so the this the sea change for, for me of this like well you bro you're just always at that level and you're always just trying and you're going to try a lot of different stuff and some of it's going to go and some of it won't but you're always going to go period has been helpful that's why I, I don't say I hate the word commitment, but I just some of the words that get used, I think, around fitness in particular have always put me off. Fitness, the period, the word fitness implies that you either are or aren't. And once you are, you fit into the world. And when you don't, you don't fit. And there's only one way to do it. And here's these people over here who are checkmark yeah. okay with a six pack. And you're over here as a loser and you'll never get there that's because not you're not lit. But you know what I mean? The, yeah. Like instead, it's just like, well, maybe I want to be somewhere in the middle and that's okay too. That is okay. You yeah, know? absolutely. And I think a big thing too that comes with all of this with quote unquote fitness and debt and really anything, it's consistency right it's not uh, with social media it's so easy to you know want something and get it the next day you know i've seen lots of people go on a fitness journey and they take a picture you know saying that they're starting this journey and great for them that's incredibly brave of them to do but then you know two weeks they're slapping down a quadruple burger what <laughs> that's why I've, I've hesitated to do that and I've he- i don't like to use the word journey for me because that implies that there's a beginning and there's an end and I reached my goal, and now I'm done. And again, it's that like I start at zero, extreme exp- uh, expansion, expensive energy, and then I'm done. Instead, it's just like I'm gonna go and do this. I'm gonna keep doing this. And by the way, no, I'm not in an ivory tower. We're getting chicken nuggets after this. Yeah, we're getting podcast. some nuggies. I'm going. Okay. So um, I'm still living. I'm still living that part of my life too. Yeah. So, and yeah. if you don't think that that's cool, I don't really care what you think. That's me. <laughs> Boom. I think that. It was described to me once as like more of a lifestyle change. Mm-hmm. Yes. That's how the, that's a mentality you're supposed to have when you get into like health and fitness. Because if you're like super dieting or like super exercising, you're going to get tired of that real quick. And it's just like, it's not sustainable. Like if you're trying to drop like a ton of weight at once, then yes, that's what you need to do. But it's just not, you're going to want Chick-fil-A one day. Mm-hmm. You're going to eat it, and then you might spiral. So it's just like those little tiny lifestyle changes. Like, maybe I shouldn't be drinking this Coke right now. Amber has seen me make those <laughs> dramatic changes about a 100 times. I was like, oh, I'm on this uh, smoothie cleanse right now, Amber. Or uh, I'm done with soda. Done with it. Three days later, I have a Coca-Cola in my hand. Right. <laughs> and it's your life. I mean, yeah. you do you. Well, we do not talk about my story the whole time. I appreciate you guys listening. <laughs> I wanted to just put that out there because I have we've, I've – it's been a part of my uh, Instagram life, but not a part of my podcast life. And I do want to say out the door, it's been blow- mind-blowing to me. I was hesitant to post it. I was hesitant to post any of it on social right. because I was just like, I don't want to be one of those workout people. But Because there are people who are so good at it. I mean, they're fitness trainers. And people are incredible. There's people shape. that hire like photographers. And, and, I'm not, <laughs> and I'm not doing it professionally. I'm not trying to teach anybody because I need to be taught. Right. But I started doing it just because it did motivate me. Like that was part of what motivated me was like, I, well, I need to make the post. And the number of people, I will, it's been like 15 people who have told me, 
you motivated me to get moving today. You, I, I watch your story is so inspiring. I've actually started doing a little bit myself and make it seem accessible. Like, <laughs> that's awesome. That's my brain exploding. So, um, what was it? <laughs> Cole says it's never funny when I do that. <laughs> no, I, I still do it. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> so thanks for listening. I appreciate you, sh- you guys hearing my story. Yeah. Uh, Tanner, you're up next. You liked sixth grade best. Well, uh, since we were talking about fitness, something that instantly cheered me up uh, was a Reese's today. I woke up just on the wrong side of the bed today, which doesn't happen to me that often, but I think Amber could definitely tell, you know, I was just grumpy, tired. I have a lot happening in my personal life right now, so that probably had an impact on it. And I just was like grumpy. I was really irritable. Probably wasn't the nicest all morning. And Amber, I apologize for that. You're fine. You sure? Yeah. All right. You just told me you were grumpy, but you were nice to me. Oh, okay. I felt like I was so mean. (laughs) During the neighbor dispute, Amber just comes in and puts a Reese's like right next to me. And I was like, oh, oh my God. Yes. I ate that. (laughs) My mood. Don't overthink it, guys. (laughs) My mood got three times better after I ate that. So I guess I just wanted to know what is, it doesn't have to be a food item, what is something that can instantly, in a snap of a finger, flip your day? Because I was on the track to have a real bad day, and I was just like, man, stuff is happening. That Reese's hit different, huh? It hit different. It hit different. (laughs) The only thing that could have made it better was a little bit of almond milk. but (laughs) I have almond joy. Oh, okay. I like that you guys are laughing at that. Thanks. Uh, and uh, so, yeah, what's a little thing that just makes you feel a little bit better? Mm. When you're having a no, bad Amber, day. Amber, you go first. It's, a definite, well, it's definitely Coca-Cola, as I have one in front of me. Like, if I'm really stressed out or, like, going through it, if I just get a Coke and I just, like, mm, the the bubbles, like, fill my heart with joy like they it's like the bubbles just like are hugging me mm. the carbonation and all the sugar <laughs> that's mine though what about you have you decided yet uh okay i'll give you two it is one is a food item for sure and it's starbucks just the act of going to starbucks feels <laughs> like i'm visiting an embassy <laughs> in a war zone like it feels like i've i've left what? it feels like i've left a war torn like disaster area and it's like we made it to starbucks and it's like the air conditioning is on and i know i'm gonna be okay in there there's cake pops around you and i you know i I mix up what i get there but i mean certainly on a on a hard day i lean on the bucks Mm -hmm. that gal with the hair over her boobs didn't used to be over her boobs are you talking about the logo? The logo. Okay. Not someone that works there. Not a barista. <laughs> That's what I thought. <laughs> I'm clearly talking the mermaid. about the logo. Yeah. <laughs> Come on, guys. You lost me for Peak a second. Peak comedy, Daniel. Yeah. <laughs> Set that up real nice. The second one is a, is a photo for my wife. If she sends me a selfie, that usually kind of brightens my day, which is Aww, really Oh, Dan. Does she listen to the podcast? No. Oh dang! It doesn't, doesn't really support me a lot. Well, that's but. not true at all. Yeah. She definitely listens to the podcast. Please send Dano me, more selfies. She says she laughs at my jokes and she feels bad when other people don't. <laughs> she listens to all these like saw, sawbones and lore and all these like, Ooh, like we listen to lore. I love how lore. stuff works. <laughs> and one of the interesting things about Dracula was that blah 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 blah. Ugh. I'm offended. Yeah. yeah. Stoke, I love that stuff. <laughs> dude, 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 I just started listening to one called Up and Vanish that Amber told me about. That's a really good one. Ooh. So how can you get... So good. I'm confused. Oh. I am confused. What? So you don't like lore, but you like Up and Vanish? Yeah, but it's not that guy. I don't like that guy. You don't like the lore oh, guy? Oh, the narrator? Yeah. Uh. Most I, I take issue with most podcasts because most podcast people don't know how to speak. Mm. They know how to speak like they're on the radio for the first time. Because they are. So it's like, I'm sitting here, I'm like, oh, where's your PD? Like, could you could you imagine if Lore was at home like... with his kids doing virtual learning. <laughs> yeah, I know. Could you imagine if Lore was like a, a DJ from the 1990s? <laughs> if it was like, and then there were Dracula, and he was never seen again, down to the barreling pit on the nine. 
And uh, this high high irony. He's on the thirty. High irony for me too on our podcast. Be talking crap about his podcast because he's worldwide successful. So he can sit around in his hundred of thousand of dollars. Yeah, aren't we on some random chart? What's the chart that we're on? We made it on like the musical chart or something. Yeah. Uh, Mystery. So that's that's what's comforting to me. Those are the things that you know what. That's why everyone needs to recommend this podcast to a family, a member, a friend, or a loved one because we want to be more popular than lore. That's what I'm popular. (laughs) Tell your friends about us. Yeah, but you're right. There are those things that just you know will flip your day that you weren't expecting, or you know there's some things you can lean on, some comfort stuff that will just turn it around another thing for me is like when i when i walk in my door and my cat rubs himself against my legs that's a pretty good one. Oh yeah my dog he makes my day too yeah but we can't pick multiples can we um <laughs> I, i'll check with the governing okay. body i just picked two i chose two yeah it's like my dog you may not talk about one more item on this segment <laughs> Oh, yeah, let's ask Michael O'Shea. Okay. <laughs> well, Back I, in I, my I, day. I, I say, say, all right. <laughs> <laughs> well, Tanner, I'm glad your day flipped. Um, you're doing better now. I'm in such a good mood now. Wow. I, I was Thank goodness. I was in. I mean, I'm really good at hiding when I'm in awful mood, but I was just like in the worst mood this morning. I found his hat on the floor, and I was like. Your hat's on the floor. He's like, yeah, I threw it. <laughs> I was like, are you okay? I was like, I suck on the radio today. <laughs> That's when I brought the Reese's. It was just one of those days today. Yeah. Like, we were both just like, uh, we were just hard on ourselves today. Well, I thought the show sounded good. Thank you. Thanks. Yesterday's show we were proud of. We were like, you killed it. <laughs> today we were like, <laughs> <laughs> Yesterday we were like, Howard Stern who? <laughs> 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 and then today it was like, I hate it. <laughs> That's awesome. Amber. Amber. <laughs> you liked ninth grade Beth. I was fifth. Tanner was sixth. You liked ninth grade Beth. Ninth Best. grade you were, was cool. You were killing it. You were firing on all cylinders. Crushing it. Uh, so, yeah, everyone knows this. You're probably going to get tired of me talking about it, But, yes, I, I just got engaged about a month ago to my long... Thank you, thank you, thank you, thank you. Everyone in the office is looking. I just got an award for being the best. Um, yes, so my long-term boyfriend, Cole, uh, proposed out at Bodega Head. We've been together nine years this month. As I like to say, too long. Uh, so now we're we're planning a wedding-ish, I guess. It's probably really strange with the pandemic. It is. So I keep asking him. I'm like, so 2022? Maybe like it's gonna be a long engagement. Like, are you okay with that? I think that that's probably when things are probably gonna maybe get back to normal. But if not, then we'll just say screw it and get married in 2022. And he's just like, I don't know. I, I can kind of tell he doesn't even want to like deal with a wedding. He's kind of hoping people will just give us money and we can go to Italy for a week. And I'm that like, sounds cool. I'm like, that's can I unre- come? I'm like, that's unrealistic. <laughs> so. <laughs> I'll ask both of you um, what your opinions are on this. So one of the things we're getting tied up on is having a wedding party. So having like uh, attendants, like bridesmaids and groomsmen is what, you know, the tradition is. Um, I have to stop you. Okay. I need the story. I've not gotten the story. Did you not listen to the show when I I told the story? (laughs) I was on vacation. People can listen to it. There's always... There's always one week where one of us is on vacation. Give me the, give me the, <laughs> truncate it. Give me the. Okay, I'll just totally stop what I was saying. Condense tell you the story. Be, well, you have to start there. <laughs> condense the feature film okay. into a into a Snapchat. I got you. As I was telling Tanner, you're in the studio one day. It's like on a Monday, and okay, it's like September 14th. We're going to, we're going back in time. It's Monday, September 14th. And we're in the studio, it's early in the morning, and I get this text from Cole, and he was just like, I'm just like itching to go to Bodega Head this week. Like, I want to go see some whales. And I was like, Tanner, I just got this weird, I just got a weird text from Cole. Like, and what? I said, well, doesn't he work out there? Yeah, he like, can just go. <laughs> but you know, Cole, he's very spontaneous, so I didn't really like think into it, but I was just like, what the, whales? Like, okay, okay. <laughs> and I was like, well, this it was during like when the glass fire was 
still very much present. So the air quality was bad, mm-hmm. but I knew that it was going to be better on Tuesday. So I was like, we should just go on Tuesday. It's going to be better. We shouldn't be outside right now. And he was like, oh, okay. So, but, but we're going tomorrow, right? <laughs> yeah, we'll go tomorrow. So we go on Tuesday, we're driving up there. And as we are like taking the corner to go up to Bodega Head, he says something like, he's like, it's one of the first places we ever visited in Sonoma County. And right then I knew. I, I kind of knew. He doesn't know it, but I kind of knew. Like, I had a little something in my head. I was like, that's so weird that he said that. I was like, I bet he's about to propose. <laughs> that's amazing. Because he's being sweet. You're like, something's up. Yeah, something's weird. <laughs> <So>. <laughs> he's like, you're like, he hasn't said boom one time. Yeah. Since. <laughs> boom. He hasn't, like, insulted me on this car ride. So something is up. Um, <laughs> so we get up there to Bodega Head, and, like, there's a guy with, like, a like a telescope out there and he's looking so i'm like man, there really is whales out today so i asked him i was like see any whales he's like no nah, i don't really think they come out until october and i was like that's weird <laughs> so, you're like that's the whole reason why i'm here yeah um so cole's like let's like step out to the edge and see if oh you know God. we could see any wildlife he's like there's a really cool bird down there or something and i'm just like okay so as i'm like you know, stepping closer to the edge, I'm also thinking he's about to push me off. But I'm also <laughs> at the same time looking, and I see like this dead seal rolling in the foam <laughs> in the ocean, and I'm just distraught. I am like, Cole, there's a dead seal down there. This poor thing, like it's just like dead. And he's like, where? And I'm like, it's right there. I was like, well, where is it? And I'm like getting tired of standing there and pointing. So I like kneeled down and I was like, it is right there. How can you not see it? And I just feel like this firm like grip on my arm. And I'm like, what's happening? And I turn around and he's like down on one knee with the ring and he's shaking. And like time stopped. I didn't hear anything he was saying. I was just like, yes, put, put it on my finger. Let's do this. <laughs> So then we go back to the car and he has like champagne and flowers oh in the in the back of the car and it was so sweet and he was like I was so nervous I thought you were going to find out and I was like I never thought this would happen so this is a big surprise to me You're like I'm still wondering what happened with that dead seal Yeah like <laughs> is it okay Did you kill the seal yeah. to distract me Probably <laughs> Just kidding he didn't uh, we love animals <laughs> No animals were harmed in the uh, planning of this engagement but yeah, no, that, that's the story, Dano. Thank you for sharing. I'm sorry I d- distracted from no, the question. No, I had to know. A, it's a good story, right? Congratulations. So Thank you were saying, you. you were asking about weddings. How do you guys feel about bridal parties? Did you and Melanie have groomsmen and bridesmaids in your wedding? We did it a little bit different than um, some people do, and it pissed off all of my friends. That's what I'm worried about. But I don't care. <laughs> <laughs> Other than the fact that I gave them ammo to give me crap for the rest of my life, but they would have found something else. So what we did was we decided, um, I can't really put my finger on why we decided this. I think we had been to a lot of weddings and we'd been to a few that like you knew just weren't going to go. Like you're like, "Uh uh-huh. Give it two years. Yeah. (laughs) And... and (laughs) And and they and by the way we were right, and so <laughs> then you think back to the moment where it's like you've got two hundred people watching you put on this play where you it's like play the roles of like we're in love, and <laughs> for us it just seemed it just seemed disingenuous. It just didn't seem there was something about the actual moment connect. of the ceremony that just felt odd to us. Yeah, and so we decided to do um, the ceremony separately on a different day. So we did the ceremony uh, out at Crane Creek Regional Park, and it was just family. And then we immediately went from that to what would have been the rehearsal dinner, but it was actually the post-wedding dinner. And so basically we were already we had just gotten married, and then we went and had dinner with the family, family only. Okay. And then the next day we did a big party. That's cool. Yeah. So I've never heard of something like that before. Yeah. We're what made you want to do that? If, if you don't want to The cheesiness that. of a ceremony. 
I, yeah, I mean, and I, I'm not dis, I don't want to discount anyone else's ceremony. That was what we wanted to do. Since so, for some people, the number one thing I would pass along is however you want to do it is how you should do it, and don't ever let a wedding planner, society, your friends tell you how they should be done. Right. We, we did tacos. We were our own DJ. My friends made beer. Like however you want to do it is how you get to do it, and there's no rules. So that that's my that's my take on it. Yeah, I definitely don't want like a traditional wedding, but there's nothing like that I can, there's no guide I can go on and I feel like I always need like some structure or I'm not going to be able to like plan it. Mm-hmm. I'm just going off of like all the weddings I've been to, but all of them have been extremely traditional. And especially the wedding I just went to is very traditional. And but but then again, it made me want people uh, that I care about up there with me and like celebrating the day and being a part of planning and being part of this like important moment in my life but I also understood like how Cole feels about not wanting to deal with groomsmen and bridesmaids and just be us and like you know be an experience for just the two of us does that make sense Mm -hmm. yeah so Tanner did you ever like envision having like when and if you get married did you always envision having like groomsmen or no no, because a lot of people are going to get mad at me. Because honestly, like, I don't even want to have a best man because I don't want to deal with that crap. Mm-hmm. I'm kind of a little bit on Dano's side here where, I mean, I like the idea of sharing a day. I just know the people in my life would get really annoyed that, well, wh- why is Alden so close to Tanner? And, like, it's just some people get really, I mean, I'm probably going to do that. I think going to have some groomsmen, but it's going to be a very limited number. Of people because it is what it is. There's nothing worse than when you go to a wedding and there it's almost like you're, most of the wedding is you just meeting people. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Like you're, you're inviting everyone and great Uncle Ted who's just eating a tuna sandwich in the corner. Like, it's, like Where did you get that, Uncle Ted? I don't know. <laughs> like, he's like, I brought it home. Do you want one? And he has like a cooler. And it's and I've been gallon to, zip-lock bag. Unfortunately, the, the only really weddings I've been to are weddings on my dad's side of the family, which I've said before, like a WWE match every time <laughs> uh, that family gets together. And you just end up meeting new people. And, and we've talked about you're already compiling the list of people that you want in the wedding and something like that. There's just nothing worse than when you're meeting a bunch of people for the first time at a wedding. Like, it's nice when everyone kind of knows each other. And then I like the idea of a big party afterwards, but the actual ceremony itself, it's a very special moment. Do you like, do you want to share that with your great uncle Ted, who's eating a tuna sandwich in the corner? (laughs) See, that's the thing. Like Cole said, he wanted to keep it small, but when he started like putting people on the list, he was like, well, we got to invite my dad's friend, Jim and Ed. And I'm like, who? (laughs) He's like, we got to invite him. Like, I'm like, no, don't like we like, you're the one that said you want to keep it small and you're inviting Mr. Ed, like who, like yeah, horse, like <laughs> that. That reminds me of a thought when I was a little kid, and I would it'd be like, now you can kiss. And when I was a little kid, I remember I think I was like ten years old when I saw this. I was like, man, I don't want to kiss someone in I front know. of all these yeah. people. <laughs> what's What's funny is that when you're younger, so especially in my twenties, like it se- it seems like a hierarchy structure, right? So like you're in general admission, just at the wedding, you kind of are kind of suck. You're in the bridal party. Okay, you've made it to the next level. You're the best man. Like, you're the wingman. You're mm. your goose. Like, you're number one, right? Yeah. So you think that that's how you want to go. You want to be the best man. But what ends up happening once you've done it a couple times is that you want – it's the exact opposite. So, like, being best man is so much work and money. It is, yeah. Wait, be- you have to, like, spend money when you're the best man? Absolutely. You got to get the tux. Yep. You got to plan the bachelor party. You got to do all this crap. Yeah. I don't so want to be anybody's best man. <laughs> same thing Same thing when you're in the bridal party. My very good friend Ryan, love you to death, brother. He got married in Washington. He's like, you just have to fly up here. No, so a great place. Up there, but then like, then we had to get a hotel. Then we had to get a car. And then I had to get the tux. And yeah. Then, and I wanted to be there for him. I love him. But it ended up being straight up $2,000. Yeah. yeah, that's how much Cole like, almost spent on this wedding we just went to. Like over oh, my thousand, God. Over 1000 bucks, like on plane tickets, suit, everything. Worth it. He's my boy. But if someone else asked me to do that now... Like, it's the reverse. I would much rather be not invited at all to the wedding. Like, that's that's the win. Someone okay, said, I got... Dano off the list. I got... 
I got I got engaged. I had a wedding, and I didn't invite you. I'm like, oh my god, that's the best gift you could have ever given. Me. I think um, my perception on it might be a little bit skewed because I've never been to a wedding as an adult. Last time I've been to a wedding, I was like maybe 12. <laughs> well, hopefully you will come to our wedding, and you will see. I will be the guy eating a tuna sandwich. <laughs> That's fine. Yeah. <laughs> uh, we're okay with it. We do not Sweet. care. If you want to bring tuna, it's fine. I got to clarify. I definitely would like to go to your Don't. wedding. But if, but it, hey. Already if, took you off the list. You know what? <laughs> if, you, if you got married in Georgia and you said we're having an extremely like, under 50 family ceremony only, great. I'm yeah. not sitting here. Like the people who are like, I don't think that people are sitting there like, he didn't even invite me to the wedding. Those yeah. people are. It's like it's not about you. If you if you re, if you react that way, then I probably didn't want you there anyway. Yeah. Well, we are gonna have it in California. Whoa. Because it's convenient for us, not for everyone else. <laughs> I do feel really, really bad for my family, but you know what? If they want to be here, they'll be here, and that's how I feel It'll about weed it. Weed some of the people out, right? Yeah, like Mr. Ed, whoever that is. <laughs> Right. There better be a talking horse at your freaking wedding. <laughs> try to find one. They're plus, out here, there's so many options. I mean, you have so many options yeah. depending on what you want to do. And there are, I guarantee, a bunch of froggy listeners who would like to help, too. Well, if anyone has advice for me, reach out. We got socials. Yeah, anyone wants to offer up a wedding site in exchange for advertising. I basically need everything, so if you want to advertise with we'll us. We'll get it sponsored. Yeah, we'll get it sponsored. It'll and be it, a whole thing. And it's going to be a cool, I think it'll be a cool moment, too, to be able to show both of your sides of the family what you're doing out here with your life. You know, like, yeah. this is this is what's up. Like, yeah. this is how we're doing it in California. Yeah, that no, that's a fire over there. Don't worry <laughs> yeah, about just that. Just look yeah. away. Don't worry about that. You can Go be right like, this here. is the gas station, the good Chevron yeah. over here. <laughs> well, congratulations. This is where I broke down the third time. <laughs> congratulations. Thank I'm really you. proud of you both. Yeah, we're excited. We're um, really excited for you guys to be there and celebrate with us. And I will be there. I'm going to party so hard. <laughs> it's going to be great. It'll be like the Christmas party all over again. They're <laughs> just going to be like, Amber, I'm, I'm too, I got two drinks in my hand. I'm like, Tanner, I'm, li- I'm trying to say I do. Might even, might even, can, we, can we tell that story before we go? I was going to say, might even get me to have a beer at this wedding. Yes. <laughs> what? Amber and I were talking about the holiday company holiday party, and uh, I don't remember how we brought it up. Someone thought Cole threw up in the bathroom at the holiday Christmas party, and Cole definitely did not throw up. I heard he did. No, he didn't. Everyone was like, oh my god, Cole threw up in the bathroom. And I look over, and he's like, has his hands crossed over each other, like not a hair out of place. And I look over, and there's Jeff, like who looks white as a ghost, and like probably should have a bib. (laughs) (laughs) And so so anyways, I, I, I got a little off topic there but uh I, I was had a very good time at the holiday christmas party uh amber can you describe like what we we're talking about last night <laughs> I, I don't i don't necessarily remember but tanner was like i had such a good time i was like yeah i just heard someone like calling my name once i'm like sitting at the table like texting or something to her amber amber and i turn around and tanner's like towards the bar he's got like two drinks in his hands he's like i got two drinks <laughs> Here's the conspiracy theory. I threw up in the bathroom. <laughs> oh my God, I haven't even thought about that. <laughs> or did I? Well, they or better get this damn vaccine taken care of because we need to have a holiday party in February like you're supposed to, damn it. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> oh, my God. Into the tides. All right, we're going to wrap up here because we got to go get some chicken nuggets Chicky. and waffle fries. And thank you very much for checking out the show. Make sure to leave us a review, and uh, we will uh, shout you out on the show. Uh, if you want to find us in the next five minutes on Tuesday, October 13th, uh, we'll be on Mendocino Avenue eating chicken nuggets. <laughs> Bye. Inside Froggy 92.9 with Jen, Dano, and Amber and Tanner in the morning. Hit subscribe now if you haven't already. And stay up to date with the team on Instagram or Facebook. Follow at Froggy 929. Inside Froggy 92.9 from Amaturo Sonoma Media Group.